it into GameCube Nintendo. It's Radio Free Tote Bag, and I'm Audrey. I'm tired of it. I'm not what actually high off. I'm not actually high off that Indo. I'm not. I don't do that. But what was that from? GameCube Nintendo. It, it's a rap song that I don't know the name of. This is a thing that I do often on this program. Is actually just say lyrics from songs that I don't know the artist or the name of the song. Yeah, I never do that. Let me uh, try to back up here though. Clack and clack. Looks like it's from uh, that wet ass pussy song. Wow. Yes. Sure. Topical <laughs> lyrical pull. Oh yeah, everyone. Everyone's still talking about WAP. Everyone's favorite verse of that song, they call the GameCube verse because they keep making all these GameCube references. And people are like, I remember that. Is it WAP or WAP? Did I just, did I offend all of our Italian listeners? I know you're all hurting because of Cuomo. (laughs) (laughs) I don't actually know either on that one because it's an acronym. I guess you can kind of say it however you want to. You, I think that in English you would pronounce it WAP. 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 WAP's yeah. got more force behind it, Whap. though. Like, you're going to get hit in the face with this pussy. WAP! <laughs> That's more like... <laughs> could be... With sufficient speed, it could be a WAP. That's all That's I'm true. saying. That's all I'm saying over here. I'm no... I'm no body aerodynamics scientist, but I, I got a gut feeling on that one. It could make a sort of WAP sound. That's true. That's enough of this. How are you doing over there? I'm doing okay, aside from the fact... That my fucking company, that my insurance company contracts with to do transport to and from appointments fucked up again today, and it took me oh, like no. three and a half hours to get home. It was fucking terrible. And in fact, uh, I canceled the ride with them. I was like, fuck you. You're not getting any money from my insurance company for being three and a half hours late to pick me up. Yes, yes. I called my dear father. I was like, father, will you please go get me from my doctor's appointment? And he's like, ugh. I was just about to make dinner, but sure thing. I'll come get you. Okay, cool. I get a call about 10 minutes later. Hey, I got in an accident on the way to pick you up. Oh, God. I'm like, son of a bitch. Like, how does this, how am I this cursed? Just a, a comedy of errors. Accidents. That's yeah. not ideal. It was just terrible. Uh, so the car's all fucked up. He's on the phone with the insurance company. It's all the whole thing. But you did make it back in time to crush some wings and power up for the show. That's absolutely the case. I am just bloated with mango habanero wings from Domino's. Domino's. They'll bring calories to your home. (laughs) Oh, wow. What a plug. What a plug. (laughs) How are you, man? I'm doing fantastic over here. Kind of. Kind of. Kind of fantastic. I had one of those days where I woke up and I was like, I don't have any energy. But then I powered through it. And then I kind of did have energy. And then I got enough energy to go outside and do yoga. I had to spray myself down and bug spray and fight off mosquitoes while I was doing it. Ah. But it was pretty good shit. And then I was like, hell yeah, I'm so absolutely energized. I'm going to shower. I'm going to become just a beam of pure energy. No dirt. (laughs) No no bug spray residue. Uh, And that kind of worked. I think. How's my energy? <laughs> like, I mean, it's not quite Sleepy Joe, but like. Like midday Joe. Post-lunch <laughs> slump Joe is kind of where I'm at. slump Joe uh, after Adderall Jeb. Yes, definitely not Adderall Jeb. I could only <laughs> aspire to be that. I feel I ate dinner and then I took the shower. Mm-hmm. And I feel like sometimes that just tees you up for nap mode. 
Yeah, I I sort of wish that I had because I still I'm like I wash my hands, but I still got the like wing residue. I'm still like nah. Eh. Yep. No, no clean way to eat them though. I did do the the fucking. I was pulling the meat off the bone in one go. Oh yeah. So I was like thinking about it. I was like, I'm gonna fucking do this. <laughs> That's impressive technique. Yeah, it's an important skill. Uh, as discussed on uh, was that the Patreon last week or was that main feed? I can't remember. That might I can't remember feed. either. Didn't somebody ask us about? Yeah, messy they were wings? like, "I'm all fucking messy when I eat my wings," and my wife's mad at me, and we're yeah, like, "Fuck that!" Yeah, impossible to eat them without the mess, as Audrey can attest to right now with them True greasy ass. fingers, <laughs> saucy fingers, grease finger. Bam, bam, bam. Absolutely, she's the one, the one <laughs> with the greasy touch. <laughs> we love a greasy touch oh we're here for the greasy touch in, in, in such a big way well hey we have uh, what I would call many questions do you feel like digging into that uh, box of not wings but, but question wings I would love to do that I would also love it if you would say <laughs> the name of the fucking segment so I could press the button I don't know what you're talking about asking all the questions Asking all them questions, why are you asking all them questions, making statements, uh, asking all them questions, asking all them questions, why are you asking all them questions, making statements, uh, oh, surprise, it's the question urn, whoa, what the fuck, how'd that happen, yeah, it's like <laughs> an you urn, you can, this week's questions, well, they can throw them in the urn and then I'll pull them out, like a decorative urn, not like uh, a, okay, okay, dead person urn, <laughs> That was the first vessel that came to my mind that was in a box. I was going to do a fun thing on that. But yeah, too many, too much baggage attached to the urn. It's time to normalize urns. And we're tipping over the urn into the question box. Your questions are all safe inside of there. They will not be reduced to ashes. I promise you. Unless we scorch them. Unless we scorch them. Because it's the question box over here. The segment of the show where you, the listener, can send your question into us. And we'll do our best to answer it. Uh, and if you'd like to do that, you can do it anonymously by going to a link uh, on our social media, Twitter at RFTBpod, Instagram at Radio Free Tote Bay. Don't have to make an account. You just click that free suggestion box link, and then you send us questions, and then we read them, and we don't set them on fire. Absolutely <laughs> not. Andrew, what do we got in here this week? Hi, Donovan and Audrey. Congratulations in parenthesis with an exclamation point. Thank you. Hell yeah. My boyfriend and I are both big fans of the show. Hi, Neil. We're going to be, I'll personally shout out Neil. What's up, Neil? How's it going, Neil? Uh, My question relates to our siblings. His brother and my sister began dating each other in 2018 and moved in together just before COVID. Over the pandemic, their relationship was put under a lot of strain, which ended up causing them to break up. Our issue comes from the fact that both people are asking their respective sibling, me and BF, to break up because they can't bear being around each other. Oh, boy. They're now involved. They've now involved our parents and things are just becoming, sorry to say, fucking insane. What can we do? That's not fun. That's fucking <laughs> wow. This is like some some like royal family feud shit. Like if y'all's families were fucking oligarchs wait monarchs or whatever the fuck sure and, and like europe a civil war could come out of some shit like this absolutely like okay 
let me make sure I got the details straight. So my boyfriend and then his brother and my, oh, okay, I see. It's a fully integrated thing where the siblings are dating one another and that you can't expect that when your relationship tanks that you have to like expect your sibling to bail on their relationship just because you can't be around each other just like don't you can't be at the family reunion this year like fuck just take the l like you know like yeah. you can't you can't expect that of people and like that situation does suck i i got some empathy for that it's like breaking up with somebody you work with, but kind of yeah. on a more intense level. Too much shit kind of tied too many reminders and like, I don't know, social connections and stuff that uh, can can get a little messy when there's the breakup going on. But yeah, you're, you're totally right. Ultimately, they just kind of got to deal with that, uh, even even though that's not fun. And you're saying they've now involved your parents. I'm wondering what that looks like. Like what, what is happening to you? all your parents yeah. pressuring you to break up too? Like where, I wonder where the parents stand on this. Yeah. Like, are you getting calls from your boyfriend's parents? Like, uh, Hey, uh, it's fucking time. Like you get, you're getting like, uh, <laughs> like voice changed up calls in the middle of the night. Like, uh, uh, I know where you live and you must break up with him. <laughs> like, what is this? Listen, if you break up, we'll give you cisalpine gall. You can have the whole territory, the governorship. <laughs> Just end this strife. Uh, I've been watching a lot of Roman history videos. Word. Now that's on the mind. That's going to be my new thing. I went from dinosaurs to old America, basically. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, there's families involved in that, and they were fighting and stuff, and I was like, hey, that's kind of like this situation. Yeah, are you a Medici? That's an important question. <laughs> uh, so I, I can't... I can't imagine, and I really fucking hope not, that the parents are like, oh, yeah, totally, and are doubling down, and are like giving you shit, or putting any of this blame, honestly, yeah. on you. Because I don't know, like... I keep going to them to try to defuse this situation. Uh, but they can't be like advocating for you to break up in any way to like ease the tension here. But no. as we've established, that would be fucking wild. Yeah. And I'm hoping that's not the case because I feel like that opens a whole new can of worms if your parents are the type who would encourage you to break up over something like this. Right. Maybe you, maybe you schedule some time with each of the sets of parents separately so like the two of you get together you and you and your boyfriend like have dinner with the one set of parents and then have dinner with the other set of parents and just project like how good you are for each other and how good things are between you and like make it clear that like no this isn't this isn't fucking going anywhere like this this is here to stay right you predate their relationship too yeah yeah, fuck that. You can't like show up and be like, okay, we had a, like a fling, but then he like left his socks at my house and they smell weird. And so I'm going to break up with him, which means you have to break up too. Like that fucking blows. <laughs> I hope that's the reason though. That'd be pretty funny. <laughs> uh, I mean, maybe do talk to your parents in the sense of like explaining your side here. Yeah. Cause I'm imagining you're your sibling and your partner's sibling who broke up probably talking to the parents a lot probably freaking out i don't know because that's what you do when you break up you kind of gotta lean on somebody or, or or whatever uh 
And maybe they're not even aware of how wild this situation is getting. I, I don't know. Just only having they've now involved their parents. Like, I wish I knew exactly what was going on with them. Yeah. But what I'm getting at is just to talk to them and explain your situation. I'd be like, they're heckling us about breaking up and stuff, which is wild. Can you try to put a stop to this? Yeah. Maybe you go to the siblings and you're like, come on, like call them off. Or I'm going to the parents to talk to the siblings. Oh, sure. Take it the other way. Get some, uh, get the upper echelons involved in this to, to have your back. Yeah. Uh, go to, go to family HR. Cause that's just not cool. And then I don't know, besides that is just the standard talk to your sibling and be like, come on, this is wild. I understand yeah. that like that sucks that you're going through this, but like not going to destroy my relationship over it. That would be insane. Yeah. Just be like, fucking excuse me. Fucking excuse me. Is that your new catchphrase? I like that. Didn't somebody say that? Didn't they? somebody's like, excuse me, Steve Martin or some shit? That sounds right. Maybe. That does sound right. Maybe it was Could like be. Urkel. I'm talking about a bunch of stuff I, I don't know anything <laughs> about. This is in the prehistoric uh, Frasier era. Uh, Urkel used me. to say, got any cheese? That stretched out, too. <laughs> it's tracks. Yeah, it could be the same. <laughs> okay, that's all our suggestions. Do, do you have any other suggestions, Audrey? Just break up. Like, fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> fuck it. Fuck it. No, don't do All that. right, here's another one. Hi, Andrew and Audrey. Yeah, get fucked. Who the fuck is that supposed to be? Andrew My name is Hillary. I, I was actually almost named Andrew, fun fact. No way. Yeah, no, that's not true at all. <laughs> I was almost named Dylan. That's kind of fun. That is kind of fun. There'd be two Dylans with a close there history with this program. And yet still no goddamn Andrews listener. How dare you? <laughs> but I'll continue. My son wants us to go to Chuck E. Cheese for his birthday. He's 10. Problem is my wife, 34F, is absolutely terrified of animatronics, which our location has. She is adamant that our son can't have his party there because she has legitimate panic attacks. Oh, God. I don't want to disappoint my son because COVID has been really tough on him. But at the same time, it's not fair to my wife. Do you have any suggestions? Ooh. Um, you could split the difference and have, like, because there are other child casinos you could go to. <laughs> like, just like, I think mostly what the child is probably excited about is the brand recognition, right? Because everybody talks about, oh, I had my birthday at Chuck E. Cheese. It was fucking great. But like experientially, like just any place that has like cheap, greasy food and some skee ball machines, like the kids going to be happy. Yeah. Arguably more happy if you go to a place that doesn't have those terrifying animatronics because I'm on the wife's side here. Fuckers make me real uncomfortable. Yeah, I don't really have that particular issue. Like that's not a thing for me, but I do understand it because it is uncanny as fuck like it just the concept of like a seven foot tall rat at all is just bad and then it's like it moving like fucking yeah a fucking giant rat and he's a robot and he's trying to sell you pizza he's trying <laughs> to sell you so much shit it's it's a little bit overwhelming i yeah. understand that david uh, busters there you go 
Didn't we talk about that in what, like one of the first episodes or something? Yeah, we shit on David Buster's fucking relentlessly. We called it the black hole of American (laughs) culture. (laughs) So, and what's better for a birthday than a big black hole, huh, folks? Take (laughs) them on in there. Shrink down to nothingness. I don't know. Should we, do we, okay, early on, and time has gone by, maybe we've Mm -hmm. changed our tune, but early on we came out against Dave and Buster's. That's true. But I do think David Buster's beats a Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah, okay. So if we're going to rank them, it goes Chuck E. Cheese at the bottom, David Buster's, and then any other like locally owned arcade fun center kind of thing. Like fucking Chuck E. Cheese doesn't even have go-karts. Like you could go somewhere that has like cooler shit than Chuck E. Cheese. And more arcade games and no big spooky rat. Yeah. And the fucking music. Oh. I don't like it. <laughs> Maybe okay. Here's what you do: you you give your child Five Nights at Freddy's, which is go. a video game that features a horrifying animatronic bear in like it's like a horror game set in a Chuck E. Cheese like place, and they are not going to want ten years old. They are not going to want to go to fucking Chuck E. Cheese after they are traumatized by Freddy and his very friend. good point. Uh, you could also have them listen to. Uh... Our, our dear friend Alex Patak's Theater of Delights, <laughs> Grinch uh, story arc, where, where they in fact fight the Chuck E. Cheese animatronics and it's revealed that they're truly demonic. Really, we're saying just traumatize your child with yes. regards to giant robot uh, mascots and, and hopefully they'll be afraid of the place. Then you can go somewhere else. Yes. And just just tell your kid it's booked up or something like, oh, I mean, you know, they, we couldn't get it. We couldn't get the day. And we wanted it to be on your special day. So we couldn't we couldn't have it at Chuck E. Cheese. That's true. That's true. Uh, some allegations came out against Pasquale. Uh, <laughs> we can't we can't be supporting this. How about we go visit our friend Dave? Do you know what Charles E. Cheese's middle name is? I do. But do you want to? You want to enlighten these these Philistines? It's Charles Entertainment Cheese. <laughs> Just a beautiful name. I wish I my middle that. name was. I wish my middle name was Entertainment. I actually wanted so like uh, I've talked about this before. Me and college girlfriend were like to the point where we're naming kids and shit. Like we're getting ready to do the whole life thing, and then I bailed on it. But we were talking about kids' names, and I wanted to name a child James Guillaume Enthusiasm. Wait, what? <laughs> what is that? So James for James Yeringer from Mindless Self-Indulgence, Guillaume uh-huh. for Guy, Guy Manuel from Daft Punk, and Enthusiasm for Liz Enthusiasm from Freeze Pop. Huh. I think James Guillaume Enthusiasm is a very fucking cool name. <laughs> no comment. <laughs> <laughs> Absolute shame those children did not come to pass. Uh, I know, I know. I wanted to... <laughs> curse a child with a name (laughs) james right you just go by james what's your middle name guillaume enthusiasm (laughs) uh i guess you could say your ex wasn't enthusiastic about that particular name no she was not oh she was very against all right we fucking hate chuck e cheese maybe you can find uh, like you're saying i dream maybe there's like a local equivalent yeah, those, those places tend to be the best, sometimes the most dangerous, too. But that just adds to the, the rush of the whole <laughs> exactly. thing. Exactly. See if you got some kind of local like go kart place with uh, mini golf and, and shit. Yeah, you're going to want 
mini golf you're gonna want go-karts like and outdoors better anyway with the fucking with the variant running about very true you think they have like a mask on on the animatronics i've seen it actually i have seen they, they really do yeah oh. i have seen a chuck e cheese uh animatronic with a fucking covid mask on god damn oh, man imagine you're running a business of uh of like big snout shaped masks masks for <laughs> giant rats Oh, fuck. I'm, oh, I'm losing all my money. There's a oh, fuck. God damn it. And then the pandemic comes through and you're fucking saved. Think about that guy. <laughs> I'm thinking about that guy. I love that guy. Uh, me too. All right. Good luck out there. And uh, hey, happy birthday to this uh, uh, this future fearer of Charles. <laughs> it's not like you said fearer of Charles. That's not what I meant. I don't think fearer is a word. <laughs> Someone who fears can it. What else we got in here? Hi, Donovan and Padre. I like that very much. Oh, me too. How do I explain to my friends that I, 24M, don't have a foot fetish? I really like women in wedge heels, but the feet themselves don't have nearly as much importance as the bulge of the calf and the perk of the ass. Ooh. When I shared this with a group of close friends as a part of an intimate board game night, they mocked me for being the, one of those weird feet guys, and all the women hid their bare feet from me. Since then, they've made the occasional joking snipe at me for it. Uh, it's making me feel kind of gross and perverted. And that's the text of the question. How do you, how do you reveal in an intimate, like, you know, you felt safe enough to be like, yeah, I really like a fucking woman in a wedge heel. And then everyone's like, oh, he's the fucking foot guy. Like, how do you get past being foot guy? Yeah, that's tough because that's one of those situations where like, I, I don't know, there's a there's an amount of joking around with this kind of stuff that I think is fine. Yeah. But you get into this territory where you're effectively shaming somebody for some shit and that kind of sucks. Yeah. And I think the people who tend to do that are people who aren't very comfortable with these things, sometimes mm -hmm. with their own stuff. Because uh, why else would you default to shaming somebody for being into something? Right. Uh, but so, uh, it, it, this is a weird one, because it's like, I don't know, is it even worth going to the trouble of being like, no, that's not what it is, I'm into this thing specifically, when this is like on them ultimately, this is like... yeah. This is quite shitty. My initial read was going to be that you were going to have to try to educate these people. But if you show up with a whole bunch of facts on foot fetishes, they're going to be like, you are the foot guy. <laughs> <laughs> I um, have here a hundred pages of documents that prove that I am not a foot fetish. Exhibit one, a very sexy foot. <laughs> yeah, I fuck. I think you might just be foot dude for a little while um hopefully this kind of slacks off like hopefully this is the kind of thing that like your friends will it'll like go through the cycle right yeah like we did the coconut gun for an entire episode and that <laughs> lasted like a week of our lives where every fucking thing was coconut gun i think your name in the group chat is still coconut emoji gun emoji yeah which is very strong as is dylan's very good <laughs> <laughs> um so I think that these things kind of have a life cycle and, you know, if the foot talk, like if you let it go for just a little bit, and let them have your fun. Ha ha. I'm the foot guy. Ha ha. And it doesn't slack off. Then I think you could like come to them and be like, no, fuck, can you lay off the feet? 
for God's love. Yeah. I, I think that point about, oh boy, that's a big one. It came out of nowhere. I think that point about the life cycle of these things is good. Because uh, also, this isn't a very good bit. This isn't going to have a whole lot of legs, pun intended. Uh, <laughs> Those like, legs feet. Especially if you're just kind of like, oh, you got me, or whatever. Yeah, I, I think this sort of shit cycles out. Um but I think you have a good point there about talking to them if it doesn't. And I think even like if it does and once it passes on and maybe doing this in like a one-on-one way, you know, yeah. with, with friends as part of this group, just be like, hey, that was kind of shitty. That didn't make me feel great. Yeah. Uh, I, it, everybody's kind of got stuff like this. I, I feel like it's something I'd like to be open about. Yeah. And uh, I, I don't know, just see what their thoughts are. I just get it across, I guess, that. You kind of got hurt out of this because, again, I think a lot of people just kind of, oh, this is weird. And so we're going to joke around about it. Yeah. Uh, not intending it to be shitty, but sometimes it, it is very sometimes shitty. It like thuds when it lands. Yeah. Uh, so I was, particularly oh, when the women hid their feet, I would have been like, oh, God, that would have felt like so horrible. Yeah, I hate that. That's awful. I'm so sorry that you're going through that. Um. But hopefully this has a life cycle and hopefully this is the kind of thing that you can just ride out for a little bit. And maybe even like if you if you're in a space where you can do this, like when they just like have some fucking zingers on yourself ready to like (laughs) head it off and like get the best bits out of it real quick. Yeah. Suddenly just become very, very strongly a barefoot as legal guy. Get like a (laughs) T-shirt and a bumper sticker. Listen, this is just a cause I'm passionate about. <laughs> I don't appreciate you mocking. Uh, yeah, no, no fun though. Yeah, uh, but you know, it, this is another thing too, where a lot of it is just going to come back to confidence. And in this kind of situation, as I was saying before, like I think people who mock people for this kind of shit tend to be people who aren't very like fulfilled in that area and have a lot of shame around it, and. You're, you know, we're trying to just talk about it openly, which I think is a good thing. That's what yeah. we're trying to do with this show. And even though they didn't, you know, respond well to it and you had this shitty situation, like you should be proud of yourself for, uh, you know, being comfortable and try- or trying to get more comfortable talking about this kind of thing. Because that's, that's important. And that's something that builds towards confidence. And the more and more you get that and you do that, the, the easier it is with this kind of situation. Absolutely. We believe in you. We do. Uh, and I feel you with uh, with the wedges and the yeah, and the, it's a good and the butt pop. Wow. Can I just say real quick, your hair looks fucking incredible today. Oh. Like I just I just noticed like your flip looks amazing. That's because I showered. <laughs> <laughs> There's the Twitter discourse was going on like a week ago of like, oh, you shouldn't shower. Oh, I showered twice a day. These people are disgusting. I've gone through different waves in my life. Yeah. But recently, I've kind of been like, if, if I don't work up a sweat, like I'm doing yoga most days now. Sometimes it's like a lower key one. It's mostly stretching. I'm not going to get sweaty. And then it's like, I don't really need to shower today. If I wasn't like walking around out in the heat, sweating, you know, or, yeah. or, or fumbling through some some mush on the ground or something you got to get off, uh, maybe I'd do it. But it doesn't have to be an everyday thing. Uh also, because my hair gets all fluffy like this, it flops around, which I find annoying, and so I appreciate this compliment. I think it looks great. 
<laughs> as he as he sweeps it into his head. Sweep it into the head band of the headphone. Uh, thank you, but yes, when it gets in my eyeballs, I do not love it. Fair enough. What's next? That's been hair talk. <laughs> Coming up next, this question. <laughs> Hi, Audrey and Donovan. Hello. Hello. First, I wanted to say congrats to Audrey for being brave enough to live her life as she truly is. I'm Woo! so happy for you. Woo! Hell yeah. We're, we got sparklers going off over here. Thank you very much. <laughs> My boyfriend and I, 29F, 27M, have been together for about a year now. We shared that we had some secret kinks that we haven't shared with each other before. I like being spanked. He is into quote-unquote breast expansion. Okay. Where a woman's boobs grow larger, typically to unrealistic size. He explained to me that he doesn't like the balloon boobs, preferring instances where through smoke and mirrors, the woman's boobs look very small and grow to their quote-unquote real size. Interesting. He, he seemed very knowledgeable on it. And while listening to him explain this with enthusiasm, I realized I thought it was kind of gross, seeing as how I have larger than average boobs. What can I do to make myself look at my boyfriend normally again? Interesting. Um, Let's talk about I, breast expansion here first. What is this? Are yeah, you familiar yeah. With this? Hold on, just real quick. I gotta... Okay. So, <laughs> breast expansion... Because I've seen stuff in this wheelhouse as far as like fetish art goes with just fucking huge orbs. Of, it's like almost an inflation level thing where it's like fully the majority of the uh, the character or whatever is is the big boobs. Yeah. But I don't Press know about this like through smoke and like the normal being hidden and then it's revealed. Yeah. I'm very confused by that. That's an interesting wrinkle. And this is definitely like... I think this is beyond your partner's kind of control at this point. I think he's fed this fetish enough that it's probably just like a part of his sexuality in a, in a sort of intrinsic way. Um, and I think that if you have a kink like this, then partner selection is absolutely affected by it. Like he wouldn't be as attracted to a woman with smaller breasts. Right. But I think that he's, more than that he's likes you you know what i mean like i think if you were in a relationship with somebody that you didn't really care about and that you didn't care for um then you wouldn't stick around just because they fulfilled your fetish i don't think that that's what's happening so it's i think you're gonna feel a little bit weird about it for a while i think that it's gonna be the kind of thing you're gonna have to like look at how you feel about it in a really earnest way and like you guys were sharing fetishes, right? Like you were mm. sharing your deep darks and uh, it comes out that like you sort of satisfy one of his. And I, I don't know that I would like excited wouldn't be the word. You know what I mean? I wouldn't be like, oh, hell yeah. I'm an, I'm a sexual object to you. Woo. Like yeah. that, that would suck. Um, but like you were, you guys were in the zone and talking about stuff. And I think you should be, proud of him for sharing something that sort of sensitive um and just try to you know just try to move past uh any sort of 
negative feelings you have towards the kink. Like, and you don't, if you don't want to participate in it, you don't have to, you know, mm-hmm. like, but maybe that would be somewhat therapeutic too, to try to like, just kind of get into the frame with it and try to, you know, work with it and see how you feel about it then. Cause, um, a lot of these things are really sort of strange when you first encounter them and they feel kind of alien. And then if you're able to sort of interface with them in a more concrete way, then they can become less of a big deal. Yeah. I I think also we talked about this a lot on a Patreon with some fetishes, but there's a lot of ones where it is like very much a fantastical thing, like inflation fetishes and like, it's kind of like body morph stuff that a lot of times is like outside the realm of actual possibility. And so I know for a lot of folks like that, it's more about the fantasy and the art depicting it and that kind of thing. Not necessarily something like, they're looking for in their in their real life because sometimes that's like not a thing that can happen yeah Uh, and it sounds like you know you you say talk about this with this enthusiasm you've been together for about a year now like from what you're saying here it doesn't sound like he's been trying to introduce this into your sex life in a way that's making you uncomfortable yeah uh again like i don't know about the specific kind or it's growing to their real size or whatever. I'm familiar with like the, the cartoon fetish art kind of thing I was talking about like that. Yeah. Very, you know, uh, inhuman kind of stuff. Um, but I guess I'm saying like, it, this is coming up to me, like something that is just kind of like a personal fantasy thing for him. And like, that's totally cool. And I don't think that's something you should be like, I don't want to say made uncomfortable because like that's understandable you know new fetishes can be kind of like weird and off-putting to people sometimes uh but not like like it, it doesn't seem like he's trying to he needs you to participate in this it seems right. like a separate kind of thing and i and i don't know i'm just imagining like i don't think he is looking at you through this lens of this fetish i don't think he's always looking through sex through that lens yeah. uh because again, like with something out there like this that you're not used to, you can see it. You kind of assume, oh, they're all about this. They're not going to be completely fulfilled unless they have this thing, which means, oh, so do they pick me as part of that fulfillment? And I just don't think that's the case here. Mm. Uh, and I think maybe just opening up to him about this, but as we always say, not in the way of like attacking or trying to shame him for it, but just like, hey, where do I fit into this? You know, like yeah. I have a little bit of insecurity with this because uh, I got bigger than average boobs and it seems like this ties in, you know, uh, I, I like, I think it'd be okay to kind of get that, that out there. Yeah. Um, if he but is there's gross, also a, like, if uh, he is gross about that too, like if you're like, Hey, I'm really kind of concerned that like you're dating me because I sort of fulfill this aspect of this fetish for you. And he goes, oh, yeah, of course, that's why I'm dating you. Then that's obviously (laughs) then like obviously bail on that shit. Um, But I don't think that's going to be the answer you're going to get. I think he's going to be a little more self-effacing and like, oh, no, 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 no. You're like, you're great. Like you do all these things for me and we're like really good together. And that's what that's what I care about, really. Yeah. Hopefully. Hopefully. So I, I think that's a conversation you can have. I just, again, just particularly because the way you ended uh, this, and again, I understand that it can be weird encountering the new fetish and it's with your partner like this, 
but just do your best to kind of be non-judgmental about this. Uh, and to realize, like, I don't know, this shit's pretty common when it comes down to it. It's just like, as we've said so much on this show, we're kind of conditioned and hold this internal shame that, like, stops people from feeling comfortable talking about this shit. Because it is weird. It's fucking out there, you know? But but that's okay. It, it, it's not like a... doesn't mean he's, like, some kind of twisted dude who specifically chose you, uh, you know, because of your boobs or something like that. It doesn't, it doesn't right. sound like that's what the situation is. That's true. Good luck with it, though. That's, uh, I don't know, kind of coming to terms with a new fetish or whatever that could be. That could be difficult. So good luck to you with it. But I, I think this one will be all right. Yeah. All right. What else is in here? Hey, Radio Free Tote Buds. Hi. Trigger warning for sexual assault and transphobia around a decade ago. Skip to 4545 to avoid the mentions of sexual assault. I, 20s male, was sexually harassed and assaulted by a guy on the high school football team. It took me a long time to work through the pain that caused me, but I've now got a wonderful wife and life. A while back, my wife made a friend at work, said that friend is that same guy from high school who came out as MTF trans. I tried to bear with it, but eventually I came clean to my wife. After my wife revealed that we knew each other, her friend has begun to be more physical with me, giving me unwanted hugs and poking me. When I confronted my wife about not nipping this in the bud, she said she thought I was lying about the whole thing to hide my transphobia. She doesn't want to give up her friendship, and I don't want to be around my abuser. What can I do? Oh, fuck. Yikes. That's uh, a tough situation to be in. I'm sorry to hear it. Yeah, that's really, that's really tough. Um, so, hmm. I mean, you're not transphobic, right? Like, you're not, you know, I don't think probably you are. I don't think, like, the majority of people really have too much of an opinion about people's gender either way, right? So, I mean, like, what reason would she have to doubt this in you? You know what I mean? Like, it seems really really short-sighted on your wife's part to be like oh you just don't like her because she's trans it's like no she fucking abused me in high school yeah right and especially imagining you explained the situation to your wife here and that seems like kind of a shitty response to that to come back at you with an accusation like that as opposed to you know hearing you out and trusting your experience with this so that really fucking sucks. I'm sorry to hear you're you're dealing with that. Like on top of having all of these bad feelings surrounding that trauma dredged back up in like this really in your face way, that fucking sucks. That you know your partner in this is then contributing to to those bad feelings by by not trusting you about this. Yeah, it's a tough situation. Like, and there's so many variants of this when you have a friend who you're very close with. And then it comes out that they've done something fucked up, or like they're not a great person to other people and that kind of thing. And I think in those situations, it can be understandable and something that happens sometimes where you just jump to their defense because you're like, I, I can't believe this. This is this person. They've done so much good for me, yeah. you know. Uh, but unfortunately, that's the way that that goes really in any abusive situation. That person's probably cool to a lot of people. 
but yeah. that doesn't fucking matter if if they're doing shit like this. Uh, the other thing with it, I feel like, is the the time difference here. I, like I could imagine you're describing this to your wife, and it might seem to her, and again, maybe it's part of rationalizing to protect the friendship. It's you're being like, oh, like this was that's in the past, you know, whatever. Yeah. Uh, when it's not, and and you're the one who gets the say on that. Uh, I don't know what else to tell you with this, though, other than to really fucking confront her and really be like what we're talking about here. Lay out why this is fucked up, you know, uh, all your feelings on it, and particularly, you know, this feeling I'm sure you have now of being turned on by her while you're still dealing with this traumatic situation. Basically, just I'm saying get across the severity of it, if possible. Yeah. So that she understands this is a serious thing. This isn't something you need to like work through. This is somebody you don't want in your fucking life, you know? Yeah. And again, that sucks having to give up the friendship and having that threatened, but like shouldn't really want to be friends with somebody knowing this about them. Yeah. If it's the kind of thing that you can feel safe sharing like specifics, I think if you get, specific about the kind of things that happened i think that that can be sort of a wake-up call to her mm -hmm. like i don't know how much you shared and i don't know like how like where you are with that um but i think if you like really lay it out and go no this is the kind of shit that happened uh i i hope that your wife will hear that and be receptive to your your needs there um like i don't know if you would feel comfortable even with her like hanging out with this woman like without you like the fact that she yeah. comes around and is still being like intrusive in your physical space is absolutely fucked like and you shouldn't have to deal with that um I, maybe you could just be like just don't bring her around like don't like I can't hang out with her because this is this brings up a lot of negative shit for me. Yeah. Um, so I mean, I wouldn't want to compromise. I would want to be like, no, fuck this person. Like, don't spend any time with them. Like, there's there's people in my life that if I found out there were people still hanging out with them on the regular, I would be like, well, then I can't fucking hang out with you. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, knowing what that person has done, I can't I can't hang with that. For sure. I, I really wish it was like that for more people. I really wish people would ostracize sexual abusers a little more than they do. Um, yeah, I, it's just it's a problem in our fucking culture with like people just kind of giving others the benefit of the doubt in these situations or saying like, oh, well, that wasn't so bad and just kind of like gradiating. Right things and turning things into gray areas that simply are not that are just like cut and dry sexual assault don't fucking chill with this person anymore like there needs to be more social consequences for these kind of things um even just as like a fucking therapeutic to the people who do these things like mm -hmm. the fact that you can you know rape somebody and then people are still just like hanging out with you and even defending you and even you know like Ugh, it's just it's absolutely fucking harrowing and it's it's a real shame that you're that you're dealing with this. So um I hope that I hope that you can share 
with your wife how this makes you feel and i hope that she can receive that and i wish you all the best and all the luck with this because this is an absolutely devastating situation and i'm i'm so sorry you're you're feeling this way for sure i i think that's something important to do here too is to just validate and reinforce how severe this is for you because again like you're in a situation now where you're assume you don't want your relationship to end but this is like a massive fucking breach of trust and just a, a, a shitty thing and that puts you in such a bad situation and in those kinds of situations sometimes the pressure and like other shit in life can just make it kind of put your hands up and go all right you know whatever i'm, I'm gonna i'm just gonna go on with this uh and just to clarify that's not something you should be doing here at all this is not a minor thing you could move past like this uh it's it's really shitty and it's shitty to the degree that if you you know try to level with your wife again on this and she keeps fucking telling you you're a liar and and denying your feelings on this that's something i think a relationship should be ended over which again fucking sucks like on top of all this other stuff um but it, i think it is important just to again validate that uh it's a hard situation to work through, as I was saying. It just like, no, you're in the right here. You're not requesting anything fucking crazy. This is a very straightforward request of your wife with, with very justifiable reasons. Uh, and so if your needs are not met with this, I, I think you should get out of this. I can't imagine a partner who would do something like that, that there's not more to it. You know, I don't think that's somebody you should be with. Yeah, absolutely. Shit fucking sucks, though, and uh, I I hope you you make it through this all right and everything works out as best it can. Uh, but we're we're sorry to hear about this and uh, fucking hey, yeah. we love you. We uh, we, we give you we give you a pat on the back and uh, I'll give you a seltzer too. That sometimes that cheers me up. Do you need a lacroix? I got lemoncello lacroix in the in the fridge. That's probably, I just got plain ass topo and that's not, that's not very cheery. That's kind of like, oh, this is a clear, plain liquid. I got a Coke neutral. Zero, Coke Zero Cherry, if you want one. Whatever now we're need. just listing drink options. <laughs> <laughs> I got whole milk, if that would sure, if that help. Sure, Got some lemonade, apple juice. Why don't you come on by, check out the fridge. We'll, we'll hang out with you. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll provide the support you fucking deserve. Well, one more thing I wanted to hit on this just real quick. Like, your wife accused you of transphobia. You wrote into a program with a trans woman to get advice on this, too. Like, yeah. Come on. Come on. Not ideal. Uh, Goddamn. Yeah. Hard to move I'm on angry. from something like I'm, that. I'm, I'm fucking mad. I'm fucking yeah. pissed about this one, too. Oh such a just such a frustrating feeling on top of all the fucking traumatic bad feelings like having your support system turn on yeah. you with something like this is, yeah. is the fucking worst it is the fucking worst okay uh we continue on into the question box though and we find i know there's some we haven't read in here but they're all yeah. kind of blending together for me Let's a little bit oh why don't you read the one in all caps oh how about that all right 
Let me get my all caps voice warmed up real quick. <clears throat> oh my gosh, you're so cool, Andre! By the way, the podcast account bio isn't updated yet. If you don't know, question mark, question mark. Okay. Uh, yeah, that's a blesso thing. We're just we're working on getting everything switched over. Um, it's there's like your name is in so many different fucking places. I'm learning. <laughs> like, I I logged into Zoom, uh, to guest another podcast, which I'm gonna plug here in a minute. Ooh. Um. And my name popped up as my dead name. And I was like, ah! <laughs> oh, God, <laughs> so I had to fix that real quick. Um, but they were super cool about it. They they were well aware. Yeah. Thanks for sending the message, though, because I saw this and I was like, I, I thought I got everything. And I was like, God, fucking damn it. Did I miss one? And uh, I found a few. I was having the same experience with like, we got social media accounts and multiple podcast platforms that the stuff feeds to. And I was like, how? How was the dead name still at the end of this one? I thought we fixed this upstream. What's going on? What's going on with that? Uh, but I think we have them on now. And yeah, uh, should be populating along with the new uh, art for the show. Yeah. Uh, be popping into your podcatcher before too damn long. What you got to say? Thanks again to Herschel for. Doing. Yeah. Big thank us to uh, our friend Herschel Nardini. Uh, big ups. All right. That was everything we had in the box this week. I swear to God, there were some other ones back there. Uh, but my, uh, I'm not an elephant. I do forget. I'll, I'll, I'll say that. But hey, I figured this would be a good time to mention we've been doing on a Patreon recently, which has been returning to our roots of doing Reddit questions, as we missed that component. Yeah. Uh, we thank you very much, but over the past several months now we've had nothing but listener questions which has been great but sometimes it's fun to pick and choose the topics from the insane question minds of reddit yeah and and we get to crack on them a little bit more because we try to we try to be gentle with you listener we try not to make you feel bad about what you got going on reddit questioners we'll kind of you know we'll hit them a little bit sometimes especially if they're being goof asses but rftb listeners they're simply too cool. That's true. What there's would no, we even heckle them stale. about? Yeah, there's not a single thing that we can criticize. They love uh, this nice, program. Nice taste in podcasts, you freaking cool person. <laughs> Damn. Wow, you made a really good choice with this one. Uh, yeah, all, all of this to say we're wanting to do more of that. The Patreon has been kind of a mix of segments. And now we're doing Reddit questions on that one in addition to maybe a segment or two. Uh, and so, hey, maybe I'll read one of these ones we have here uh, mm-hmm, before mm-hmm, we head mm-hmm. off into the Patreon here in a little bit. And I'll tell you, if you want more of those, you can find us at patreon.com slash RFTB, $5 a month. Get a little get a little bonus episode. Yeah. All right. Here, here's the lovely one I've, I've picked out of my question bouquet. I said his dick was God tier dot, 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 dot. Now I feel really cringy. I don't even know where this vocabulary came from. What are some other things I can say to make a guy feel good after and during sex? You watch a lot of Twitch, don't you? Oh, and this, <laughs> this is posted by no comparison, uh, no underscore comparison 6320. I stepped on that. I forgot um, about that. These fuckers aren't anonymous. 
That's true. They're putting their fucking fake name out there. Um, you watch a lot of Twitch or something like you somewhere like God tier is not that uncommon of a, of a phrase, like of a thing yeah. that people say. Um, but it is really wild to apply it to somebody's penis. Wow. Your dick is God tier. Like most gamer things. It's just not particularly sexy. Sure. Oh, girl. Your labia's poggers. <laughs> Your fucking labs are so pog. <laughs> Anything in that kind of wheelhouse. Because like this, and also just to clarify, I don't think this is the most cringy thing in the world. You know, I don't think you said anything that's like, oh, Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> but it is a little bit cringy for the aforementioned gamer reasons. Uh, I have trouble answering this. Because I have trouble retrieving things from my brain sure. sometimes. If somebody's like, hey, do you listen to these things or do this thing? I'm like, oh, fucking no. I got to spool things up to, to get my brain going in that direction. What are some good things you could say that are not gamer terminology? Uh, one of my favorites. This is something my father told me about a million years ago, which is a weird thing about our relationship dynamic is that he'll tell me about sex shit. But he <laughs> was like... Uh, if you get done laying some really good pipe, he didn't say laying pipe, but that's <laughs> emphasis mine. Then you just uh, you look him in the eye and say a simple thank you, Conan, will suffice. What? <laughs> <laughs> it's like what, dude? Come on! If you've been wobbling the van around, it's time for a Conan <laughs> reference. <laughs> that's my dad. <laughs> so fucked. I feel like uh, so so after and maybe I can tackle here because sometimes with the in the moment dirty talk I'm either great or I don't fucking know what to say. The thing I was talking about with retrieving shit from my brain it works in mysterious ways. But after like with pillow talk and I've kind of talked about this before where I think like hey that's a good time to bring up shit that you like or yeah. don't or maybe like hey maybe we try this in the future. I think. With like this context, that's a good time to be like, hey, you did this and that was fucking incredible. Yeah. The thing Simple you did, as that. The thing you did with the little circles? Oh. 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 Had me circle in the drain. I, I thought I was going to die because it was so good. <laughs> oh, fuck. That kind of worked. That, maybe. I don't know about that. Oh, but you get what I'm saying? Because I feel like uh, the, the stuff in them, like in sex, in the moment... Pointing to specific things could be like good of like keep doing that or whatever. Yeah. But a lot of times it's just kind of exclamations you're you're making as you're just doing the thing. <laughs> you're doing exerts. <laughs> but the afterwards, uh, again, I feel like is is a good time to specifically point out stuff because everybody kind of gets the generic sexy compliments at some time, like oh, you got a great dick or like nice boobs or whatever. <laughs> But like being like, hey, specifically this thing that like we just did, this was great. That's such yeah. a fucking huge confidence boost. And again, it also plays into that communication deal where it's like, oh, okay, nice. I know what to do more of. Yeah. Or I now know this person's into this. What can I kind of do related to that? Yeah. Uh, get specific is a big one. Absolutely. And just like in, as far as in the moment, dirty talk, the premium one, the best thing you can say is you make me feel so good. That's just that's true. fucking perfect. It's like, that's all you want to hear when you're attempting to provide somebody with pleasure in the bed zone. Uh, 
you make me feel so good. Just remember those words and use those because they're great. Yeah. And it's another one where there's like some feedback with it too of like, okay, keep doing this thing, you know, and and that could be a pretty uh, important sexual communication thing. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to think of other stuff. This, like, uh, what would another term be that could be fun like God tier without being gamer shit? Okay. Um, premium? <laughs> okay. You got a real premium unit there. Absolutely. I like that. Uh, hey, uh, uh, wow, you got a, you got a plush corona what do they call the fucking head the glands <laughs> it's a glance i think it, you know what i think it is called a corona actually now that you mention it the head part the crown the crown. fireman's hat yeah <laughs> it's like the fireman's hat exactly you got a, you got a great fireman's hat oh it's, it's so plush this corona uh i i would put a crown on it because it's, it's Hey, uh, your dick's so good, it's got a corona on. This would work a lot better in Spanish, where that means crown. So if you're out there, and you're fucking, and you speak Spanish, there's some very good wordplay there. I don't have the brain for it, apparently, but I'm giving you the pieces to assemble, like an Ikea kit or something. (laughs) Incredible. Like it's a crown. The king, your dick is the king. Yeah, I follow. (laughs) Yeah, I know. Then you got like a tiny little Burger King hat or some shit. <laughs> That's really cute. You got condoms that are like ribbed and stuff. What if they had like a little crown shape on the top? How about Ooh, that? Ooh, crowned for her pleasure. Yeah. I don't think it would do a lot pleasurable, actually. I feel like that nub would just be getting in the way. Yeah, it's hard, hard to insert it. But, but it, it could, could be l- fun. It's there like slapping the cervix. Like, you don't want that. <laughs> Oh yeah, hit me, hit me in the cervix with your dick crown, please. Oh. God damn it! There's some Our dirty in- talk for free for you. <laughs> Our intro song is the Radio Free Tote Bag theme. Uh, I did that one. That was me. Is that the official name? Yeah, Radio Free Tote Bag theme. Or lo- how about um, oh oh uh, horn horn filters the love theme from radio free tote bag that's what i'm talking about yeah that could appear on a soundtrack i I love that hey you know what else could appear on a soundtrack our fucking outro music Mm -hmm. three and a half years on the job of being the outro music it's stephanie by the hey fellows you can find them at instagram.com slash the hey fellows or on spotify looking up those three words the hey fellows Hey, do y'all self a favor and go check out The Worst Week Yet, uh, Monday's episode. Uh, I was featured on it. We talked about some real heavy subjects. We talked about some real light stories. Uh, It's a fantastic news program hosted by former guest Andrew Hillary and hopefully future guest Maria Guido. Uh, Really great show. Go check out The Worst Week Yet. You were great on that. I was listening to that the other day. It's a a very good time. I, uh, I like those guys a lot. Yeah, I feel like I crushed um we can give a little a little uh uh heads up a little hey check this out uh because we're going to ball out balling out super again uh this when this comes out it'll be the coming weekend i think they usually put their shit out like the middle of the week so keep an eye out for that 
uh, Audrey is going to be watching Helsing Ultimate three times in a row this time. <laughs> I actually, it's, I started the series. I'm going to try to watch it out. I'm going to try to watch the whole thing. This one's uh, actually good, isn't it? Yeah, uh, I liked the original series, um, and I have not seen Ultimate, so I am interested in uh, seeing the differences. I already like um, Police Girl's origin story better in this one. Police Girl? Yeah, you going to sure. learn some shit. Oh, Maybe maybe drac cops are somehow actually good. Who, maybe. who knows? I'm excited to say the word drac a lot, and so y'all should check that out. It's a very it's a very funny program. Uh, and I've watched a couple animes, whole fucking animes since then. So Damn. prepare for a very powered up Donovan. Uh, one more fucking thing. Uh, I want you to go and check out that thing with James J. Asher. I appeared on his 100th episode. Yeah. Uh, and he's a really sweet guy. Uh, we want to get him in here pretty soon. And uh, great show. Good chat. Go check that shit out, too. That thing with James J. Asher. I will be on there soon, too. I just got to figure out when I have a chance to, to schedule it. Hell yeah. I've been busy. We're getting out there. We're, we're folks about town. Pod name, town. Name about town. I don't remember what that saying is. <laughs> we're a big deal. We're, we're big getting out deal. there uh let's see what else uh radio free tope or soundcloud.com slash rftb for some reason the link doesn't work on my thing you might have to like fiddle around with it and search radio free tote bag and soundcloud i don't know what's happening with the indexing there but uh all the music i produce for the patreon i'm putting up there um putting up uh patreon previews uh yeah we're, we're getting that popping let's get some action in that soundcloud patreon.com slash rftb once again check us out it's a great time five dollars a month bonus episode every month and ten dollars a month gets you a shout out shout out for people like barb spreadable fruit daddy dylan my dad and uh from episode 105 the yellow rose of tote land of course it's rich homie click clack Good times. Thank y'all for your support. And now it's time for us, uh, like Evil Knievel, to ramp out of this episode and land squarely in the Patreon where we will continue with the Reddit good times. Check it out. Check it out. I love you. Thanks. Bye. Mwah!